0: One of the biggest things is it promotes self-esteem and they learn a sense of community. They learn a sense of commitment, connection, which is so lacking these days, that um, connectivity with one another, as well as their confidence just booms. The things that they were afraid of when they stepped off the bus on Monday is no longer a fear by Friday.
1: This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops, as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, Blissful Parents, Michelle Abraham, your host here. Have I got an awesome guest for you today? I know I feel like I say that all the time, but I really, really, really always mean it. And especially today, I've gotten the honor of privilege of meeting this guest in person at a mastermind we attend. And she is a fabulous, fabulous person. And she's got a really cool story that I want to share with you, which I can relate to so much. So I just want to uh, introduce you to Kathy. We'll say hi to Kathy first, and then I'll introduce you to Kathy Farley a little bit further after we say hi. How you doing, Kathy? I'm doing great, Michelle. Hello to your audience, and thank you for having me today. You are so welcome. I've been excited about this interview since we planned it a few weeks ago, or I guess it's a few months ago now. <laughs> even. It's been a while, but we were excited about it because, you know, your background, well, you're an educational consultant and you're a speaker. And you've been dubbed Miss Camp, which I absolutely love because I'm a big, huge fan of summer camps (laughs) and camps. And you work in your experiential education field at an environmental outdoor education Mm -hmm. school. Now, for our blissful parents that don't know, my background in college education is outdoor recreation. So this is why we are like two peas in a pod. And I love, love, love this so much. So you became, uh, you began your journey as a, a single mom. And you were kind of given the opportunity to work mm-hmm. at this outdoor education place and learn like this hands on thing. And then you eventually bought the business, which I think I'm going to let you tell this story. But I think it's super fascinating. Mm-hmm. And fast forward to today, you've written a book called crushing it, which is powerful principles for young leaders. And uh, you've gone on to uh, have over three hundred fifty thousand students for all, from all over Southern California at your program, and you've been creating like amazing experiences yeah. and lifelong adventures with them. And you've spoken in front of thousands of people, so yeah. I just love that this this direction you've gone is super cool. So let's just like rewind a little bit, dive us back into this like nineteen ninety three. You're a single mom and
0: <laughs> crazy time. Um, I fell into this position. And I, I will tell you that the first week that I, I got the job, I was over the moon excited. And I saw these kids interacting with these young adults. And I was watching as they transformed over a period of five days. And the community, the sense of community, the changes in the students was, it was night and day from the Monday, my first day to their Last day on Friday, I watched as these students grew and changed with these young adult leaders, and it blew my mind. It was insanely cool. So, and I, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with the
1: process and the program. Mm, I love that so much. And when you told me that first time that we met, I was like, oh, I can totally relate to that. As an, I was a, um, we had something called outdoor school where we lived. And I was a, I went to it, you know, a couple of times in elementary school, had amazing experiences, went back in high school to be Mm -hmm. a a, a leader. And I remember the first group I had was this like so-called troubled school with like really like inner city kids. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to be a tough week. And it sure was. They came in like kicking and screaming and calling the F-bombs and all this to like the end of the week, we love you, we love you and hugs and like. This oh, was the best yes. ever. I was like, Oh, this is amazing. And I think that helped me go on to get my degree in outdoor recreation too. So sorry to, to interject that there, but I just wanted to share like that was similar to what I witnessed as well. It's so cool. It's, it's life changing. And
0: I'll tell you um, within the first couple months, I, I felt like I really fit in. This was my kind of job, my kind of place. It was helping kids. There was a student who got off the bus in a leather jacket and he had attitude all over him, just like the girls you're talking about. And we were warned about him as far as the leadership. They were told, you know, this is his history. Well, that black jacket was taken off by Thursday night at skit night. That kid sat there and played a guitar song for all the camp to sing along. And by Friday, he was in tears because he was going home. And he just dropped that facade and he'd become a kid and it was so magical. And it's to think that 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 is possible. It just it I was sold. This was my destiny. And it was it was just amazing.
1: Wow. So that's so cool. Now, now here you are working and getting to witness all of this. And then how did you end up becoming the owner of this huge summer camp in Southern California? (laughs) As a single mom, let's just put that in there too. (laughs) Right. Um, The beauty of the program
0: is because it's an outdoor science school, we had fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth graders come. Uh, September through June. So it's a regular school year. Hmm. And so I would have my kids in school and be on break the same time as my camp would be on break. The owners hit a point after I'd been there about five years and decided they were done and they were ready to pass the baton. And I was like, I don't have any money, but how can I do this? And I found a way and I was able to buy it and run it, learn everything there was to know about business 101 fast track. And, um, I had done every job, every position at the camp prior to ever saying, I want to buy it. Um, and I never, I never saw myself as a business owner, but I saw there was a purpose and value in what, what was happening at this, at this ranch. And, um, Because of that, I was able to persevere and I found the money and
1: it was off and running. It was amazing. Wow. Well, clearly it was in alignment. Like if the money found its way to you, imagine you like said, yes, this opportunity. Now you have this huge canvas, that has an amazing reputation and just took it to the next level to walk us through. Like how, how many years did you stay there? What was the, what was that like?
0: Well, we had, when I bought it, we had no camp. The previous owners had um, let the other property go into foreclosure. So I started out as a transient camper. We would lease properties all over the Southern California mountains, um, San Bernardino mountains, as far as logistics. And so from there, I started looking for a permanent home. And a camp facility came up five years after I had originally bought it. And from there, we had another camp that we've been using for years. So from there, we flourished. And I just, I watched this business thrive. And we became the number one outdoor education program in
1: Southern California. And it was just amazing. Wow. Well, congratulations. That's like a huge feat to like, be able to like take something over from a previous owner and keep it running and actually grow it. Yes. Far beyond where it was before. So that's really cool. And now I, you know, we're having a conversation about camps and, you know, we are sitting in a situation where just now camps are starting to be open again, but over mm-hmm. the last of years, they've all been closed. And I know that's mm-hmm. been like detrimental for yep. so many of those businesses. And I'm hoping that they will still reopen and can still flourish again in the future. But why, in your opinion, having spent so much time in, in this space, why is it so important for the camps to be there for kids?
0: Oh, man. One of the biggest things is it promotes self-esteem and they learn a sense of community. They learn a sense of commitment, um, connection, which is so lacking these days that, um, connectivity with one another. Um, as well as their confidence just booms. Uh, the, the things that they were afraid of when they stepped off the bus on Monday is no longer a fear by Friday. Um, I used to tell the parents when I would I would go down to the schools and I would explain what's going to happen at camp. I would tell them, you're going to be really happy your kids are gone and you're going to be crying by Thursday, Friday when they're going to be coming home because you miss them so much. They're going to miss you on Monday, Tuesday and cry, but by Friday, they're not going to want to come back because they're having such a great time. And to have that kind of a transition um, is due to the kids being able to get out there and really make some decisions and work within the community of each other. I'll tell you, we had, this happened weekly. There was a, a story to share. Uh, there was a student who was in a wheelchair and his Dad came up, um, we did not allow any parents, no electronic devices. It was it was us and we would care for the kids. This special case because of the student in a wheelchair. Um, what happened with him was we had a hike called Kilimanjaro and it's a very long hike and it's an archeological hike. So there's a lot of boulders and rocks along the way. And the students carried that young man all the way up to the top. And the dad, mm, the dad, he had pictures and he documented the whole experience for his son. And magic like that happened all the time. And the experience is, Mm. it is the first step in becoming a powerful leader, um, independent, as well as the learning. I was just reading that. Kids who go without any technology for five days have the ability to have more facial recognition and share emotion than students who are hooked into their all their tech. So it's vital. It's a vital, vital thing to get our kids back into the world, the nature, the natural world and expand their minds with each other and learn how to communicate.
1: Yeah. And that's that connection to nature, connection to yes. nature, those games. Like, oh ah. like I remember going to camp at uh, well, we went, well, a couple of times, twice in elementary school, three times in elementary school. Then I went back as many times as I could in high school as a leader. But I also was going to girl guide camp um, as well. And I remember every time I go to camp, it was just like amazing experience. And I come home and i be like, I just love that experience so much. Like, it's no wonder I went on the path I did because it was just, I worked in an outdoor education center, just similar to like your camp. Yeah. For yeah. Many years Because I just like, I just wanted to be a part of that experience for other kids that I experienced. um, And like that transformation now is even more so and vital than it was back when we were kids, because now they have this device in front of their face all the time and pulling them outside to do something. I feel like my son's 10 and. Um, you know, sometimes I get worried because he's lost interest in a lot of other things because of this device, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, mm-hmm. like, you gotta go aside, you gotta do all these things. And so I'm just really hoping that the camps stay around and keep open and, and keep growing and nurturing these, these leaders, these young leaders as they uh, get older. And so it's grateful that it's for you to be helping these young adult leaders you know, become like, I can imagine like how successful they are in life because they learn skills.
0: I'll tell you, the um, UCLA actually did a study on
1: sixth graders
0: and it was proven for some reason, this age group specifically, students without all the tech involved in their lives Mm -hmm. are better off in their future lives. They um, are able to connect and remain grounded Mm. where the kids that get thrown off track are, they don't, they don't know how to get there. Mm. It's harder. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. You lose some of those skills. I remember I was working for a whitewater rafting company years ago and I was hiring like, you know, 15 year olds, six or I guess they were a little bit older, 16 or 17 year olds to answer the phone for us. And it was like, they couldn't even like they were petrified to pick up the phone <gasps> yes. and talk to someone. I was like, pick up the damn phone! Like, what's wrong with you? Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm like, how come you don't under- How come you don't know how to answer a phone? Like, is that a skill that was like lost somewhere? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to train not just the staff
0: who answers phones, but I trained the leaders who were the role models and leaders for our students. So there is, I think another benefit is getting back to basics is you are, all of it is Mm hands-on. So the kids would, would write in their journals after they would get off a hike Mm -hmm. and they had to be creative. They had to remember and they had to work as a team. I'll tell you what uh, you were talking about. Something that reminded me about um, the kids setting tables. If we had a school of 300 students, We'd have twenty kids from a cabin from two cabin groups come in, set tables, and clean up after the students. And everyone shared in the responsibility. And again, it's that sense of community. It's that sense of responsibility, accountability.
1: Yeah, and I know you have birds and they are totally in agreement with you because they're just Yes so they crazy. are. Like, like, yes, <laughs> Kathy. Yes, <laughs> what you're saying, it's so important. <laughs> um, what kind of birds do you have
0: oh uh cockatiels cockatiels this is their ecosystem when they it's the funniest thing it's like with my dogs i get excited and they start to get this like higher like Oh, something great is happening.
1: (laughs) So, something exciting is happening. (laughs) They can hear my excitement and their excitement. So, and your excitement. And they're just all fired up about camp. (laughs) They are. They are. (laughs) Were they at camp with you at some point in their lives? No, no. They've always had this room, this space is theirs, it's Uh, committed for only them. That's fun. <laughs> I love it. So tell us a little bit about like, now you've transitioned out of the camp and you're now you're speaking all over the place. Uh-huh. Hundreds of thousands of people you're speaking in front of. You've written this book, crushing it. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the book and you're speaking and, and what you're up to these days.
0: Well, I have from what I learned um, and in all of the training that I did with the students, as well as the leaders that I hired, I saw greatness happen for all of the leaders that I had actually worked with. And I thought, no one is inspiring these kids to be leaders. And I thought, I can take everything that I taught to these 18 to Mm 26-year-olds, and I can put that in a book and I can show them that while to them it may be scary, Mm -hmm. it's worth the ride. And there's so much opportunity for those who have that little taste of leadership, no matter how big or small, mm-hmm. um, that they've taken it on. They've learned how to work with people. They've learned how to deal with, with conflict. They've learned how to deal with um, the ins and outs of leadership, where you're dealing with other human beings. And so I've put that in a book in a way that it's your A to Z for young adult leadership on how to get there at all the pitfalls and the roadblocks that could happen here's what you do it's mm-hmm. the just in cases mm-hmm. and um and what i'm gaining what i'm getting to do is see the the change and and the transformation that they don't feel hopeless and they don't feel disconnected they are getting reconnected and they are using some of the tools in the book um in order to set the stage for their future job for their future goal or goals and in the book I talk about how important it is that we self-motivate and we keep our our vibration high because we're going to come across a lot of people in our lives and the more experiences we have the stronger we become and we can take on the hard stuff and it's a lot easier So with the book, that is my mission. And I am hoping that, you know, it's just like when I owned the Outdoor Science School, the purpose was touch one life. And it is the same today. It's touch a life, help growth, and help change and promote it in a safe way. And I'm loving it. I love it.
1: Yeah, I love it. So where do you do most of this, like, work with the with the youth like they're in a program with you you're in the schools you're in the environment with them i mean wouldn't it be nice to just like take them to camp to teach them this stuff yes like like that's so good right yes so in
0: 2024 (laughs) i am creating um a leadership boot camp which will go for a three-day period over the summer i'm probably going to do four separate ones i haven't put the program together yet but i know what i'm going to do but for right now, what I'm doing is I'm going to the local high schools in Southern California, which is yeah. hundreds of schools, hundreds of thousands of schools. And then on top of that, I have colleges and universities that are in the general vicinity. And I have a few coming up where I will be flying up north and flying down south and then across the United States and some, some cities that I'm, I'm talking with. So yeah. it's just get the message out there and get that confidence building and that sense of self that it's not about what's going on out there. It's about what's going on in here. Mm. And we get to do that as adults. We get to give this gift to our kids and kids. We don't even know we get to help and, and grow this new generation. And it, to me, it's just about the best thing I've ever done besides having my two sons.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, I can tell you're super passionate about that. And I can tell your birds are super passionate about it too, because they're (laughs) really excited for you. (laughs) And so that's awesome. I, um, as uh, the, you know, our listening, our audience listening today, like I'm sure they're at home thinking, like, how can I find your book? Where do we find out more information about what you're up to? How do we get our kids to those three day leadership boot camps? (laughs) All that information. uh, Where can we uh, keep in touch with you and uh, support your, your, your book and everything?
0: I'm at kathyfarley.net and my website or my um, email is kathy at kathyfarley.net. I welcome any questions, any, anything. And my book will be out in, let's see, by the end of April. Um, And I will also be speaking and I will have a calendar on my speaking engagements if people are interested in talking to me about coming to their schools, just hit me up on Kathy at kathyfarley.net. I will be happy to see what we can do. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Oh, Thank you for asking. Yeah, no problem. Anything you want to share with our parents before I let you go? I just appreciate the time
0: and getting to talk about it. And, you know, we, we are the leaders now and we are responsible to grow the, the up and coming leaders and it, it's so important. It's, it's our, it's our mission. And it's a gift that we get to give to our future generation.
1: I love it. Well, thank you so much, Kathy, for being Thanks, here. Thanks, Michelle. Us I appreciate you, thank so much. you. And uh, Blissful Parents, go out there and remember that you are raising the future generation of leaders at your home. Yes. And uh, if you need some support with that, reach out to Kathy. If you want to hear her speak or grab her book, please do so. And we'll connect all that in the show notes. Go out there and have a fabulous week, Blissful Parents. Thank you again, Kathy.
0: Thank you. And thank
1: you, Blissful Parents. Have a great day. Awesome. Take care, everyone. See you next week. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free parenting toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops, as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside.